You're listening to Weight Loss in the Mind. Think fit, be fit. I'm your co-host Scott Patton along with Shane Jeremy James. It's a beautiful day. It's sunny. It's warm. I think we're into uh, a little bit of momentum. I think the winter is gone on the West Coast anyway. No, across the rest of Canada it's minus 30. But here it's sunny. The the plants are sprouting and uh, I've been walking along the river. People in Newfoundland are going right now, you're a jerk (laughs) talking to us like that. I just actually seen on, on, on TV in Newfoundland it's like minus 30 and they're having a major snowstorm. Oh no. Uh, but it is beautiful here. Actually, oh, gorgeous! I had the sunroof pulled back today. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, it was a great. I went on a walk. It was the first time I didn't wear my heavy uh, winter coat. Just wore my nice light spring jacket. Mm-hmm. And uh, been up skiing on the mountain, which is great about Vancouver. Is uh, it's green grass, and I 20 minutes. I'm up this mountain, and I'm skiing in beautiful powdered snow with a magnificent panoramic view of. Vancouver Island, Vancouver, the Gulf Islands, yeah. just, it's magnificent. And the skiing is nice. It's not, it's not really, really cold, right? <laughs> totally. Compared to a friend of mine who was telling me he was at Lake Tahoe and there was 60 mile an hour winds and he couldn't see and it was black, whiteout conditions, blackout conditions, whiteout conditions. Doesn't sound too fun. No, he's, he dislocated two of his fingers. He fell awkwardly on his board and just, uh, so he was had him dislocated he ran into this pre-med student on the way down the hill trying to look for like an ambulance or a doctor or somebody and he oh I'm a pre-med great here's my hand fix it so he pops him back in and they pop out a few minutes later maybe this is too much information <laughs> but his wife used to work in emergency in oh, the yeah. hospital so he gets back to the condo or their timeshare or whatever it was where they were staying his wife just goes crack crack and he's I mean he's sore but his <laughs> And he was all better. <laughs> he was all, yes, then she kissed it better. Than yeah. Fine, right? <laughs> I was going to say, uh, if he wasn't married, that's quite the story you're telling me, just to pick up a girl on the hill. <laughs> yeah. The things us guys <laughs> will do, right? Uh, but it's not from experience, from me at all. No. <laughs> I've never <laughs> did Mr. something like that. Mr. To me broken girl. leg. Yeah, that's right. Um, but he, I mean, he had fun. I have fun up on the hill. It's it's great. You know, I'll talk to different friends and say, you know, let's get together and instead of going to the, you know, the pub and have a beer or dinner out and eat at a, you know, a restaurant and put on all the calories, we we'll go yeah. up the hill and and in the summertime we like to go hiking and I think it's it's a great way to spend an afternoon, an evening, a morning, mm-hmm. whatever you, you know, however you want to do it and yeah. and it's fun and I think that's one of the things that I really like about it. Yeah. And that's one of the keys, right? Is what mm-hmm. we're going to talk about today, is having fun in your fitness and creating that momentum mm-hmm. to have fun. So there's two things to that. Is one when you talk about momentum. Momentum is when you get something going and you just keep going. Think about, you know, there's been a day you wake up in the morning, right? And it's like everything just seemed to go right. I mean, everything. You know, you got up. You know, you looked in the mirror for women. Oh, even me, your hair went good, you know, perfect. I'm a bit of a... No bad hair no days. No bad hair days. You know, you got in your car, you were maybe going to the gym. The car the started. Gym, the car started, <laughs> got to the gym, did your work. I went to work, had a great day at work, you know, came home, had a great meal. It just went upstairs, had a great sex that night, and it was just one of those days where it was like, perfect, right? And then, you know, you've had the exact opposite experience, where it's like... 
You wake up in the morning. You had a bad hair day. Can't you barely get out of bed. Can't barely get out of bed. You got in the car. You got a flat tire. Yeah. Then you got to work. You forgot your lunch. So you went to Domino's Pizza. You ate the whole pizza. Then you had a chocolate bar. Then you came home. No, you then, then you fell asleep at work. Yeah. Then you fell asleep at work. <laughs> then you came home. Got in a fight with your spouse. Blamed it all on them. Went upstairs. Looked in the mirror and said, I'm a loser. And went to bed. I mean, but, but think about it. What's the difference? We're the exact same person. We have the exact same resources at our disposal. Yeah. Why one day are we up and the next day we're down? I mean, Why is do we all thing? have split personalities? <laughs> I'm I be, blame it on I'm, the moon, yeah, personally. I'm going to be this person today and I'm going to be this person today. Right. Well, the key to that is the neurophysiological state that we stay in in and out of that day. Now, let me break it down for you because that word is a little big for some of us. It was even big for me a lot of times. I'm still trying to figure it out. Joking. Uh, it is empowering states would be like happiness, gratefulness, love, motivation, belief, inner strength, just to name a few. Happiness. And happiness, yeah. And disempowering emotions would be stuff like sadness, fear, anxiety, overwhelm, panic, frustration, frustration. anger, stress. All those fun emotions. Mm, yeah, so, lots of fun. So one of the keys is is to stay in the positive emotional states in a day. Now this is a very complex subject that we're talking about right now. Right. Um, and I'll go more into the next few podcasts more and more about certain stuff like this. But one of the keys to keep your momentum up is to understanding how to stay into those states during a day. Right. Now, if you watch people that are extremely successful they have their minds set for what I call achieving excellence. And what I mean by excellence is they understand that they stay in those states most of the time. But when they hit an obstacle, they understand that they're going to fall down a little bit, but they get right back up and go into those good positive states to keep the momentum going. Mm -hmm. People that, what I call their mindsets, are set for average or ordinary is what happens is they hit an obstacle and they go back a little bit, and they stay in those states for the next day, two days, three days. Mm, right. And then they don't get going. So what happens is they lose the momentum. Everyone asks me a lot lately. They say to me, you know, Shane, this actually is at the seminar I was just speaking at. Three people ask me, what's the key to success? And I said, it's really simple. It's understanding how to keep your momentum up all the time. That's it. Because if you can be going in the direction that you want to be going in to achieve the goals you want to achieve, nothing will stop you. Nothing will prevent you from achieving those goals except the fact that you stop going towards the goals. Totally. I mean, you think about weight loss. This is uh, such a great subject for what we're talking about right now because it's the key of people getting momentum and losing it. Because what happens right. is you go on a weight loss program and you start getting some momentum. We've all did this. And you're yeah. like, yes, I'm succeeding. Yes, I'm yeah, going. I'm going. Two pounds. Two pounds. Yes, I'm on. I'm going to do it this time. And then all of a sudden you have a bad day. You go in a bad emotional state. You drive by McDonald's. You go through. You eat everything. And you're like, oh, my God, my life sucks. So you lose momentum. But right. the problem is, is that we keep losing it. And we don't get back on track. And then eventually, well, what do we do in the weight loss industry? We quit and we decide to go on the next weight loss program that comes out. Right. Like... You know, programs like, you know, there's people out there that I'm going to be honest that don't have our best interests in mind. There's forces out there that want to put their programs out there and persuade us in certain ways. That are so not what you're saying is, is that even though they say they're going to help us lose weight, they may not? Well, they may not, or they do, but it's not healthy for us and we gain all the way back. Right. I don't like to name any names, right. so I'm not going to do that. Dr. Atkins. See, I don't name names. But that's just the way it goes. Right, Jenny Craig. I won't name any names. 
Okay. Know, so. <laughs> as long as you don't name any names. That's right. That's right. I hate to get sued. Yeah, that's right. Um, so it would be hard for them to sue Hay when their programs are so terrible. <laughs> now, um, but you understand, like, for example, if we're talking about something like Atkins, well, what happens is you create the momentum, you lose the weight, and they just taught you how to cut out all your carbs and, and live on a very high protein and, and eat stuff that's not really healthy for your inside. You're only as healthy as your cells are. Right. And so you're and so you're not that healthy inside. And then what happens? Everyone gained the weight back. Why do you think Atkins was so popular and now it's not popular? Right. I mean, yeah. and then it what happens? Pass the test of time. No, and we gained the momentum. Then we lost the momentum. So the key in life is to achieve excellence and achieve success is understanding how to get the momentum. And what I would say to listeners right now is very important in this process is stop and look at your life right now. And how often in your health and fitness and your weight loss or any other area do you actually gain the momentum or you, and then you lose it? Mm. So on a scale of like 1 to 10, you know, 10 would be like you keep the momentum up all the time. You wake up, you're on fire, you go to bed, you're on fire, your momentum's just going and going and going and going. And truthfully, I know some of the guys, some guys that, and women that do operate at that level right. that understand how to keep that momentum going. That's the ones that ex- achieve extreme success in everything they do. They go to the other level. They go to the one, two percenters mm-hmm. of people in the world. You know, they're always, they're healthy, they're in shape, they're making all the money, they're having great relationships. Why? Because they understand how to keep the momentum going to create all that. Now, on a scale of one to ten, five would be, okay, well, you get some momentum going, and then you lose it, but you kind of get back on track and you keep going. You know, and you, you maybe keep going enough to achieve your goal. Under five is kind of like you get the momentum going, but then you usually end up quitting. So what I'm saying to you guys right now is on a scale of one to ten, and one is being you just suck at it. <laughs> you get going and you lose it every time. Right. Now, having said that, remember, you can change anything, anything that, that you can change. It's not permanent. No, it's not permanent. You Thank know. goodness for that. That's right. But, you know, we just have to take a look at our society. We just have to take a look at the newspapers, the way they're talking about obesity or what they're talking about in terms of diet or health and all that stuff to realize that most of the people in North America probably could include a few other continents uh, as well, uh, are probably in the two to four range. Mm, Yeah, two to four range. And you know why that is? It's because most people are looking for instant gratification instead of delayed gratification. Yeah, I want to lose my 20 pounds today. Today, just like that. Let's Let's just lose it now. And so what happens is they, they don't get the results that they're looking for right away. So what happens is the momentum's gone all of a sudden. That's right. And they can't achieve excellence. I just seen a quote the other day. It was uh, from Michael Jordan. And uh, I don't know the exact words of it. I'm trying to remember it. I only read it once right now. But it said, I missed 28 game-winning shots. I, I oh, failed. I that. Yeah. yeah, I posted it on my <laughs> Facebook. Yeah, anybody else wants to go to my Facebook, add me as a friend, and you can see all the stuff that I have, Shane Jeremy James. And, and I, missed, I missed like 3,000 yeah. free throws, and I missed 3,000 free throws, 500 million passes, yeah. which just went on and on, on and on. And I failed over and over in life. And then at the end he says, that's why I became so successful. That's right. See, one thing that I realized with all successful people in the world, from Michael Jordan to, to Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods to people that ex- have extreme success in their health, to myself, why I've created so much success in my health life and stuff, is because that momentum, you keep mm-hmm. that momentum going. They understand that principle. They understand that 
they all have bad days. Just like me, just like you, just yeah. like everybody else. Yeah. But there's a difference of how they act on those bad days. When those emotional states kick in and they're having a bad day of, oh, I kind of feel crappy today, maybe i got some depression running through me. You know, I mean, I don't believe in depression. I believe you do depression. Now, um, so you've got some of those emotional states running through, some sadness, yeah. some anxiety, some frustration. But the key is they only stay in for a little amount of time. Right. And they've programmed their brains for excellence. Yeah. So I I look at this. To break it down for you guys, this could change your life completely right now just by using this one technique. And you just say to yourself, am I programmed for ordinary or am I programmed for excellence? Now, if you say to yourself, programming myself for excellence means that I keep my momentum going. Mm -hmm. Now, most of the times, change is very easy. Is basic. You got to go back to the basic stuff, right? Right. It's funny because everyone comes up with all these new theories, and oh my god! But there's really it's ba- the basic stuff in the brain that creates change. Yeah, yeah. And the basic stuff would be going back and saying to yourself, okay, when the momentum, when I start to lose my momentum, I'm consciously aware of what's going on now. Mm-hmm. See, that's the key. Most of us are not consciously right. aware. Right. We're walking around in trance, so we're unconscious. So if we're consciously aware of what's going on, we say, okay, I'm losing my momentum. Why am I losing my momentum? Because I'm feeling like this in this state. Change my state, think a different thought, put a different picture in my head, and then change my state, and you know, I can go into yeah. happiness. Get I back can go into motivation. I can yeah. get back there. So I have a, I have a, got to jump in with this story, yeah. and I may have told it like 50-odd podcasts ago, but it was always very inspirational. And I managed a grocery store, right? Yeah. And we had a pharmacist. And the pharmacy manager, I came, was walking by. He says, "Scott, come over here." I come, I go over, and he says, "I don't normally do this." He said, "But you see that lady over there with the two little girls?" And I go, "Yeah." And she's a beautiful woman, and she had these two gorgeous little girls, and they were you know, jumping around, and she was talking to them, and you know everything. It was just like it was like a Kodak moment, a Hallmark moment, right? Yeah. And he said, based on the prescriptions that I fill for her. Uh, she is in so much pain that you and I would be curled up in a ball whimpering. I said, what? He says, yeah, like the amount of prescription medication and all the dosage and everything else that she gets is such that she has to be in incredible pain. I go, really? I mean, you would never ever have... have, have, you You couldn't imagine it, right? Yeah. And he said, yeah. I said, so I asked her today. I said... You, you're in a lot of pain. And she says, yeah, I am. And I says, well, you don't look like you're in a lot of pain. What happened? Right? Because he knew. If, the other thing was, if she was taking these drugs, she would have been so doped up, she wouldn't be able to have a conversation with anybody yeah, either. Yeah. Right? So he knew that this is what she took to cover the pain, but she wasn't taking it. Mm-hmm. And he was totally fascinated, right? Yeah. And, he, and she said, well, what happened was, when I was six, seven, or eight years old, I was playing in a tree, and I fell out of the tree. I broke my neck, but nobody knew. I just had a sore neck. I didn't know I broke my neck, right? And she says, as I grew, the bones grew, and they grew around the major nerve in my neck through the rest of my body. And it started pinching. And I got these massive headaches and this massive pain. So she says they, you know, they didn't know what to do at first, and they didn't know what it was about, and everything else. And she says I got married, and you know, I kind of learned to deal with it and everything else. Yeah. And I got married, and I had these little girls, and then we found out exactly what the problem was. And so I guess the pain got worse and worse and worse over time, yeah. right? And 
she said, they can operate, but there's a 90% chance that I will be a paraplegic for the rest of my life. In other words, if they operate, they will probably nick the nerve, and then she won't be able to walk or talk yeah. or any of those things. Wow. And she says, I've got these two little girls. There's no way I'm going to be a paraplegic and try and raise two little girls. Yeah. Or do that to my husband or anything else. Yeah. Plus, who wants to be laying in a bed when they can be playing with their kids, right? Yeah. So she says, I just shut out the pain. Like, talk about having momentum, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, anyone who's got a bad day, think of this lady, right? Yeah. And, I mean, I always think of her whenever I have a bad day. I think, oh, shut out the pain, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm not yeah, laying boy. in a corner whimpering yeah. because I'm in more pain than I could possibly yeah, imagine. Yeah. But just imagine the love for her children. Oh, wow, that's you know, crazy. Isn't that amazing? So she says, at night... When it's too much, I'll just tell my husband. He'll say, okay, go take some medication or whatever, and I'll just basically be a zombie for a few hours, and then I'll sleep, and then I'll get up the next morning, and, wow. I won't take the, and I'll only take it when I absolutely just can't handle it anymore. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, wow. yeah. So, if you, if you don't think you can keep up the momentum, yeah. find a reason why, right? That's Something right. else that we've talked about before. Totally. Right? Strong enough reason is the thing that can keep on building your momentum, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a, you know that's a key. That that reason thing is just so important. I mean, wow. many Absolutely. A, many a times we don't succeed is because we don't have strong enough reasons, and that doesn't you know that does not build on our momentum. For example, if you get up early in the morning and you go to bed late at night uh, because you're so dedicated to your goals and your dreams, that's because you have strong enough reasons. That's right. Right. A lot of times when people say to me, "Well, I just can't give up. I just..." can't go to bed late. You know, there, there's a poem, and, and I'll reset it, and I, I, hopefully I'll get it right right now. Um, if you want a thing bad enough, you go out and fight for it. You work day and you work night for it. You give up your time, you give up your sleep, and you give up your peace for it. If all you dream and you scheme about it, and life seems worthless and useless without it, and if you gladly sweat for it, fret for it, and plan for it, and lose all the terror of the opposition for it, and if you simply go after the thing that you want with all your capacity, strength, and faith, hope, confidence, and stern pernicity, if neither cold, poverty, famine, and gallows, sickness, and pain of the body can keep you away from the thing they want, if dogged and grim you besiege and you beset it, with the help of God, you're going to get it. You've been practicing that one again, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> I've said that one a couple times on stage lately. <laughs> so. I remember that from a previous podcast too, but I have no idea which one it was. <laughs> That's great. So, you, you know, with that, it's, it's, it's you know, saying that, you know, if you want a thing bad enough, you fight for it. You that's get right. up in the morning, you go to bed late. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing with health. I'll say with my health, personally, that's what gets me up early in the morning to bed at late at night because I want a good health. I want to live long. I want to be strong. I want to be healthy. I want to feel good. Mm-hmm. I have strong enough reasons to get me out of bed, to go to the gym, to work out, to do my fitness routines, to eat healthy. I have strong reasons behind them. Strong enough reasons because I want to grow old. I want to hang around with my friends. I want to have a family. I want to, you know, be with my family. You know, you can't do any of that when you're overweight. No, you know? that's right. I mean, you can, but it's not enjoyable. And the problem is, too, is then we're looking at diabetes. We're looking at all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just thinking, uh, a friend of mine and I were talking today, and he just said, you know, if it's not important to you, make it important. Mm-hmm. Right, so you know, if you if you look and you say, you know, in all honesty, my, and I mean, you look at the results. Often harsh, always true. Right, yeah. I'm 25 pounds. I'm 100 pounds overweight. Then obviously, uh, it, it's most likely we would say that you're not that. It's not that important it's to you to be healthy. It's not. And if it isn't, then one of the things you can do is just make it important. 
That's right. Find enough strong enough reasons That's right. to make it important. You know, I notice for myself is somebody asked me, you know, well, how come you love to grow business so much? You know, and you work so much. And they said, you just want to make a lot of money, don't you? And I said, no, actually not at all. I'm not motivated by money. And the funny thing is, is that if I was just motivated by money, then I wouldn't do what I do. Because it's not a strong enough reason for me to do it. Right. I'm more, more motivated because I like the challenge of doing business. I like the challenge of figuring things out. I like the challenge of going to the next level. And that's what motivates me. Those are strong enough reasons. Right, right. Strong enough reasons. And it's not even the material things. When I look at strong enough reasons, it would be, well, because I want more money, because I can have my friends and family closer to me all the time at any time, because I can afford to fly them all around. Yeah. So those are strong reasons for me to do what I do. But if you just said to me, well, here, you know, here's a million bucks, here's a million bucks, that it wouldn't even phase me. I'd be like, no, thanks. See you later. Yeah. You know, so I found strong enough reasons to enjoy what I do, or I would never do it. Right. You know, for me, motivational speaking, and, and I always say this, I'm not really a motivational speaker. It's funny because sometimes people say to me, you're a motivational speaker, and I said, no, I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm a coach. Co- there's a difference between a coach and a motivational speaker. A motivational speaker, when you teach people, you basically teach them, you get up there and you teach them, and you go into maybe the, 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 their brain a little bit. And, and they walk out and they get some change. A coach, you understand how to get into their nervous system mm. and create the change. Right. That's the difference. Um, and for that, for, for alone, for me, coaching and changing lives, that's why I do it. There's a big enough reason to help change the world and help other people for me to get up early in the morning right. and right. to bed out late at night. So, you know, there's good examples of why I do what I do. Big reasons. Big reasons. Big enough reasons to get me up at 4.30 in the morning and get me in bed late at 1 o'clock in the morning. And then I still don't like to sleep because I got two bigger reasons. You're just an insomniac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could create a course around that. <laughs> uh, awesome. So it's all about having fun doing what you're doing and also the importance of getting momentum towards your goals, which, of course, presupposes that you sat down and thought about what it is you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. And that's really important, too, right? And then once you get doing it, just go for it and keep that momentum going. And believe in yourself 100%. Believe you can lose the weight. Believe you can have great health. Believe you can achieve your dreams. I mean, the most powerful thing to direct human behavior is a strong belief system. Yeah. Period. You know, and so some of you might be sitting there right now and going, well, I don't know if I can lose the weight. The problem with the weight loss industry is, is because we have gained, we've went on so many different programs that we've yeah have we've no gained, belief yeah we've gained we've lost weight we've gained it we've lost it we've gained it so every time we go on a new program and it, and we fail on it it takes away a little more of our belief system yeah now if we take an NLP presupposition right now and say there's no failure there's only feedback that means so you can't fail anything you've got some feedback you may not have liked that's right I mean I love feedback I mean that's the key to success right it's like Michael Jordan Just you like keep failing and failing and failing until you succeed I mean that, that's you know the reason that I've gotten to levels that I got to, and I'm still going to different levels because I yeah. failed more times than I've succeeded. Yeah. Don't be afraid of failure. No. Embrace it. Enjoy it. Yeah. You know, I always tell people, you know, the word no. People get scared of the word no, but remember, the word no brings up rejection in people's minds, and rejection is just an emotion that you create in your head. And I always say this, people are always scared of the word no. That's why a lot of times people don't succeed. You know, one of the the courses that I have and stuff is how to acquire millionaires to mentor you. 
And that, when I teach that kind of stuff, the problem, the difference was, I find with most people now, when I teach them is that they're scared of getting a no. Mm-hmm. I was not scared of getting no, so all of a sudden now I'm surrounded by some of the world's most successful people. Yeah. And actually, our next podcast, you guys should really tune into this one and look forward to this one, because this weekend I'm going to Las Vegas to be with 100 of the world's top thought leaders in the world. Yeah, that's so going to be amazing. That's going to be amazing. So I'm going to have a lot of information to come back and teach you guys from, you know, some of from the world's. You've learned. From, yeah, there's going to be guys like Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins, and Richard Branson and Steve Wynn of the Wynn Hotel, the guy that started Facebook. I just, I mean, I could list go on. Lots of people from The Secret. I could go on and on and on, yeah. all in one room. So it's going to be exciting. So look forward to the next podcast when we get back and we'll. And uh, yeah, so if you want to know more about what Shane's up to, head over to www.shanejeremyjames.com. And uh, depending on how you got a hold of this particular episode, if you want to listen to some of the previous ones we've got, or if you're listening to this way in the future and you want to hear some of the other ones that we've done, <laughs> head over to www. This is it's amazing with podcasts. Like who knows when you're going to listen, right? www freeweightlosspodcast.com and there's uh, we're getting we're getting close to 100 right? I think we're getting cl- almost at 90 now yeah I had a lady uh, the other day go to my Facebook and she's like oh I've been listening to you for a year and a half pleased <laughs> to meet you <laughs> that's great yeah. so what's your Facebook address or do you is it just go to Facebook and search Shane yeah. Jeremy James? Yeah, it's Shane Jeremy James. And uh, yeah, become a become a friend of Shane's. You can leave a comment on the Facebook uh, place, or you can go to freeweightlosspodcast.com and leave a comment or a question, and uh, we'll we get them and we read them and we appreciate the good comments. We take to heart the ones that aren't so uh, great. And if you have any questions, we are happy to uh, to to deal with them in a future podcast. Yeah. Awesome. Anything about the importance of momentum you want to add before we sign off, Jane? Shane? Yeah. You call me James? Jeremy yeah. Shane? Jeez, I haven't heard... I'm dyslexic. What I say? You know what? Everybody does that. Shane, Jeremy, James. Just think what happens to me in the hospitals. Oh, yeah. They get it all confused. Yeah, because they put that first name at the front. They do. So, well, I guess I'll leave them with this. Is that look at your life right now and become consciously aware in the next week of when you create momentum. And when you actually stop creating the momentum. And so, you know, because most of the times, like I said, we're walking around in trance. We're unconscious of actually what we're doing. That's right. And if you want to achieve excellence, if you want to have excellent mindset, and you want to become excellent in everything you do, it's understanding that you've got to become consciously aware of your momentum and understanding that you're going to lose it. I know I'm going to lose it at times. But the difference is, is when I start to lose it, I understand how to pull myself right back up into that high momentum again. Because remember this, the higher momentum that you get into, it's going to create higher energy and vibrations. And what happens is the more of those vibrations that you get into, you're going to attract that many more people that are in that high momentum. And when you get around those type of people in that high momentum, you'll create major success in your life. That's right. And that's in everything. You know, your health and fitness, like when I'm around people that are in high momentum with their health and fitness and their weight, do you think we're all walking around overweight? No, because we're all pulling each other. Right. So there's a key. Who are you surrounded with right right now? If you need to get into a different group, get into a different group. If you need to hang around with people like you know myself and Scott, people that are that are that are creating um, mass momentum, those are the type of people you need to get around. Exactly. Or get or if you can't get around them, get a coach. Yep. Go to my website. I do coaching. 
go check me out. Take an action. That's right, take an action. That'll start you on the way to momentum, right? For sure. That's, that's the key. One step at a time, half a step up. You're so close to success, that's all it is. One step. That's right. Half a step. That's it. Alright, so this is Scott Patton and Shane Jeremy James saying, think fit, be fit. Bye bye, everybody.